you know, one thing that people really, really are struggling with is this concept because they are convinced um, that the dog has to love the crates. And I did something on TikTok the other day. It's like, how do you get a dog to love a crate that doesn't like a crate? There's so this concept of like, what do you do? Make the crate a fun place. How? What is a fun place for the dog? Like, should we put a nice bed in there? Well, the dog's going to probably rip up the bed and shred the bread. Bed. Should we put like filtered water in there? A lot of dogs will take the water and spill the water bucket over. Should we play music? Like, what kind of music will 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 stop separation anxiety? Television. Cover the crates. Dog could actually pull the cover into the crate and destroy it and die. You know, have stuffed toys. And I don't remember, I'm not against any of these things at all. The big problem that people have, the, the number one way you stop separation anxiety is you correct the dog for any crate nonsense. Hey, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and I'm running solo tonight. Joel's under the weather, so I thought about um, instead of canceling, why don't I just do a solo show but stick to a single topic because um and it's a topic that we talk about all the time it's a topic that i probably do most of my online one-on-one -on -one consults with um uh, remotely you know remote consults with um around the world it's separation anxiety and there's a couple of issues i want to really bring up about separation anxiety is number one um I'm going to be answering questions probably after I talk a little bit. I'll go through questions, um, but I really want to get a couple of thoughts out. Um, what we want to make sure, a couple of things that people want to take away from this podcast. If you're not familiar with what we do, the What Would Jeff Do show is on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's a Q&A show. Normally, there's myself and Joelle, my co-host, and um, most of our question, most of our answers are, um, how do you stop unwanted behaviors? And um, so most of our answers are based on, you know, corrections and punishment. And then I tour the world doing dog training seminars. And those seminars take me around the world. And right now they're obviously on hold. We're looking for a July start. All depends on individual states' rules. We'll see what happens with that. But you can go to jeffcalvinseminars.com. And then obviously um, I'm sitting, not obviously, I mean, I'm sitting at our training center right now where we do boarding train. And dogs live with us from anywhere from four to eight weeks. And depending on the level of problems, sometimes they're even here for longer. Ideally, a dog would be here for much longer because we, they need a total total reboot and not just on obedience. It's, it's the dog's state of mind. So what I want to make sure is that people are spending less time with their dog or start doing post-COVID um, structure with their dog. So even though you're home, you want to make sure that you've got your dog um, separated from you for certain hours of the day. Um, go now that their loose states are loosening up, you can get out of the house more, make sure that you're leaving your dog in the crate and getting out. So a lot of separation anxiety is stopped, quote, fixed by in being in the crate. Um, if you've been following us on Instagram stories, you'll know that I'm up most nights now. Um, I've been up at since two o'clock in the morning today um, working with the dog, which I, I don't know if you can see this. Um, I don't know if this is going to show up very well. Um, but you see two dogs lying down right there. This is a nanny cam. So you got two dogs lying down. This is the one that keeps that barks a lot and stirs a lot. And then this one right here also does as well. And the reason is is because these dogs are new to the concept of um, crate life, and they've been barking for long periods of time um, anyway. So they're getting into the habit of 
not um, uh, 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 being a pain in the butt in the crate. So let's see what kind of questions we've got right now. Um, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that was posted earlier on Facebook at the time. Um, let's see if there's any questions, specific questions. Um, such a fan. So, so Beverly mentions this, and I and we've thought about doing this before, Beverly, and, and we might continue to do it as well. Hopefully, Joel won't get sick too much. Um, but if you if you um, we do videos on so many different topics, so uh, such a fantastic idea to focus on one topic people struggle with. Hope it expands to one show topic such as resource guarding. You and your staff are always tweaking your format to best serve the people. Thank you. You're welcome, Beverly. Yeah, I mean resource guarding. We've got a video on resource guarding, so that's the great thing about that is you can go to our YouTube channel and you can get a video right off of that. So that's always nice. Um, but resource guarding, it's relatively easy to fix, relatively easy to fix. Um, one of the things that's important for separation anxiety that's going to really you know, help a lot of people is a way to stop the whining in the crates. You know, one thing that people really, really are struggling with is this concept because they are convinced um, that the dog has to love the crates. And I did something on TikTok the other day. It's like, how do you get a dog to love a crate that doesn't like a crate? And so this concept of like, what do you do? Make the crate a fun place. How? What is a fun place for the dog? Like, should we put a nice bed in there? Well, the dog's going to probably rip up the bed and shred the bread. bed. Should we put like filtered water in there? A lot of dogs will take the water and spill the water bucket over. Should we play music? Like what kind of music will, will will stop separation anxiety? Television, cover the crates. Dog could actually pull the cover into the crate and destroy it and die. You know, have stuffed toys. And I don't remember, I'm not against any of these things at all. The big problem that people have, the, the number one way you stop separation anxiety is you correct the dog for any crate nonsense. We have done it tens of thousands of times tens of thousands of times successfully, not just one or two, but tens of thousands of times successfully. And we've never had a problem with a dog associating the crate with a negative experience. That's never happened. So what's a negative, how do you correct the dog? A remote collar. So yeah, you're barking in the crate, you get corrected with a remote collar. You're trying to bite the locks of the crate. You get a remote collar stem. You try to break out of the crate. You get a remote cower stem. You're scratching at the bottom of the crate. You get a remote cower stem. We've never ever seen the dog look at the crate like it was a bad thing after this. It's never happened. We'll take a water pan, uh, the food dish, I mean, bang it on the side of the crate. We'll hit the top of the crate. We'll shake the crates. Now, we don't do this with dogs that are behaving fine in the crates. We do this with dogs that are not behaving fine in the crates. So hopefully people understand that we don't just walk up to crates and just slap water bowls on them or correct a dog for just lying down quietly like those two dogs that you see right there. No, this is to stop unwanted behavior. And a great thing is a nanny cam and a remote collar. So a nanny cam and a remote collar are going to be your best friends. So everything you hear, there are books written, there are, there are behaviorists that say not to do this. Well, they're wrong. I'm sorry, they are wrong. I know they're wrong because what they suggest doesn't work and we're doing it successfully that doesn't make me personally like right it makes the concept right the idea the ideology right that's what it makes but all these people saying that, that it's wrong but for some reason it's working for us it's working for our social media audience it's working in one day it's working in an hour it's working in minutes 
for clients all over the world, all over the world. So let's see what else we got. Um, thank you, Beverly. Um, holding on dog training. Um, and this is streaming live on both YouTube and on um, Facebook. And for everybody also listening to the replay, thank you so much. And for everybody um, listening on any of our 20 podcast channels, thank you so much as well. Um, holding on dog training. Hey, Ashley, how are you? Dogging yesterday with severe crate issues, separation anxiety off the charts will destroy house. Have been fishing all night, high or low, gets the same results, quiet, then he starts over. Problem surgery on one of two. Broken front leg and the steel healing suggestions. He's a mess and relentless of not trying to escape. It's a constant howl, even laying down. Surgery was three weeks ago. Leg is not stopping this guy. So um, so this is the thing, Ashley. So the first three nights with this dog in question. So the first three nights with this dog right here um, was a combination of high low with a remote collar, the dog would stop. And then 15 minutes later, literally howl at the moon. How like, so um, you could actually go out to the crate and bonk, take the dog out of the crate and bonk the dog. If you know what a bonker is, it's a wrapped up towel. Again, it sounds, this sounds really, really harsh. Oh my God, you actually bonk a dog for barking in a crate. And I've seen the videos that bash this idea, but it works. And I don't, I don't know if people understand the destruction that a dog out of a crate can do. They destroy households, literally destroy households. They rip up furniture. They ingest things. They die. They get into things they're not supposed to. They can eat through walls. Like I'm an RVer. Like they can eat through the front door of an RV. They can eat through sheetrock. They can eat through siding. They can pull window air conditioner units out of windows and jump out. It's incredible what dogs can do. They can rip their teeth off on really strong crates. So this concept that make the crate fun and enjoyable, like how does one do that? Yes, of course you can do crate games, but it's like I need you to go in there for eight hours because I need sleep. So I need sleep right now. All right. Let's see what else we've got. So I would try bonking. That's what I would do. Bonk. Always say no first. Use the get, always tone, tone, and then go in and bonk so the dog knows that a correction's coming. Okay. Um, Yasinia says, You guys are amazing. Thank you for everything you guys do. You're welcome. Um, Melanie can't wait. We're here. Nice shirt. Thank you. Got on myself, I think. Um, now we go with Giuliani. Giuliana says, Now we go puppy cries and crate even after bonking. After bonking hard on crate, she'll cry louder. It's my 10th day crate training help. I'm following all your tips, but she's stubborn. So, what I want you to do is this Are you putting your dog in the crate for also during the day for long enough periods? Kira, cut it out. She's just scratching her ear and it shakes her whole crate. Um, so, uh, are, you, are you putting the dog in the crate also during the day or is the dog out of the crate a lot? So another thing about puppies, a nine-week-old puppy should probably spend 18 to 20 hours, probably closer to 20 hours in a crate. Obviously not in a row, but broken up. So come out for 30 minutes, then back in for X amount of hours. All your potty time should be on a leash. Go to a, go to a potty spot. Also get my my crate exercise on video. It's free. It's on, it's on YouTube. How a dog should go in a crate and out of a crate. Um, so you, you can do that. Um, to, and your dog's too young for a remote collar. You could try a squirt bottle if you want to. Um, but usually the bonker is going to work. Um, uh, uh, you can take the crate and you can shake it. 
you know, it's called earthquake. You can, you can do that. Um, you can do all of those things and all of them seem harsh. I know, trust me, I know. It's like, it's a puppy. No, it'll have, you won't be able to bond with it. That's a lie. The, the puppy won't trust you. That's a lie. You'll ruin the relationship. That's a lie. Like all these things are lies or outright blatant lies that you're being fed. That's, you know, everything's supposed to be warm and fuzzy and fantastic. And then the dog will enjoy the crates. Listen, the dog already doesn't like the crates. Like we don't do this stuff. I can't, I, I have to like, you know, preclude if that's the right word, my, you know, even though English is my only language, I struggle with some of these words. So preclude it with, um, it's like, we don't do this with dogs that are doing fine in the crates. And for some reason though, everything we suggest works. Now, so Juliana, there are some outliers out there. There's some dogs that out there that actually don't respond well, but those are like one in 20,000. So I've got a feeling, you know, you might not be bonking properly. You might not be bonking firm enough. Are you saying no first? Are you being emotional? Um, and you should be neutral. Okay. But also what's happening for the rest of the day? Taylor says, um, or Taylor says, Kirk Taylor. Megan says, hi, Jeff. Hey, Sandy says, hello, Jeff. Hello. Do Skype calls on building up a dog training business? I do. So Sarah, um, we actually use Steamyard now, the platform that you're at, we're actually watching the show on. So what we do is we actually do, I do one-on-one -on -one consults on social media, business consulting. Um, I can definitely help you build up your business. Um, and I, obviously on all behavioral problems um, for dogs. And I work with dog trainers and I work with dog owners. And um, if you are a dog, um, uh, Sarah, if you're a dog trainer, you might want to think about joining my Patreon page at a higher level because it includes some Skypes as well. Um, struggling without Joel, I see. Actually, no, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. The, the camera thing is I'm in charge of tech all the time, so that wouldn't have made a difference. Um, still listening. Um, how to correct a dog for um, winning, uh, uh, whining really loud in the crate. Should I use the e-collar? If so, um, how, okay. So how as long as it's not below 14 weeks old, so the dog, what you're going to do, is it whining? So whining really loud. So whining, what you're going to do is you're going to do a combination of momentary, continuous, high, low, and everything in between. And what you're going to do is you're going to figure everything out. You're going to figure everything out. All right. Happy Memorial Day. Just want to say hello. I hope you, um, you're well and Joel feels better. Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm a little bit under the weather. Pretty exhausted. I've been up since two o'clock in the morning for the last five nights. I'm getting, getting, getting up at two. Um, uh, happy Memorial Day to everybody for all of those that have served. Um, thank you very much for your service. I really, really appreciate it. For all of you that are serving now, I know it's not Memorial Day for you, but thank you for your service as well. Um, yep, we lost camera. I see these are at 7.02. Yep. I hear you, but can't see. Yep, I lost camera. Um, hi, Jeff. I bought the crate for my four-month-old cried when we were in the home and work. She's fine while in the crate while we were at home. I have never heard her cry when we leave the home. I, I stay. Okay, good. That's working out. You hear me? Hear me? Weird with no pick, but voice. Yep, I lost. I lost camera for a little bit. Um, listening on the porch, should I worry that she cries later? um an hour or so in or no i mean ideally the dog would 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 stay quiet the whole time if you have a way to correct the dog um and if you're on the porch you can correct the dog with a remote collar they work up to half a mile away a lot of people are setting up little cameras you can actually on your iphone have a little you know a nest cam if you want to you can do that the nanny cam that we use won't go that far it'll probably go on your porch though probably go on your porch um 
A question, what if your dog is deaf and barks like a baby, um, uh, some dinosaur when he cannot see you? So deaf or not, it doesn't matter. You can still use a remote collar. So keep in mind that like these two dogs that I just showed you in the um, baby monitor can't hear me say anything. They're responding all to stimulation. I'm not saying no to them at all. So it's all, they stop. I work with mm, about 50 deaf dogs, not a ton. And they've all responded to this. Not all 50 I, I had to use, um, had separation anxiety, but maybe, I don't know, 12 to 18 of them did. So they all did fine. They all did fine. So they don't need, they don't need to, they don't need to hear. Um, I know you've missed my live for a long time. I'm on three nights a week. And then I also do Zoom rooms now twice a week. So that's five. I'm on, I'm on live five nights a week. So it's a lot of live shows to participate in. So no excuses. Um, Jenny says, hey, Jeff, how do you deal with redirecting a dog's attention to you when training? This is only about um, separation anxiety. I'm only asking, uh, answering questions about separation anxiety. I did ask a couple of Skype questions because people want to get Skype through me. So um, this is just literally Q&A on separation anxiety. So I really wanted to um, focus everything on that. Um, uh, um, let's see, a lot of just hellos, hellos, hellos. I just want to make sure that we that we do all this correctly here. Um, hi, Jeff. Hope you're doing well. Practicing some um, commands with my dog, but sometimes he gets so happy. Um, so again, this is all on separation anxiety. Um, Susie, Jeff, you're amazing. Um, you can, or I bet I'm amazing. No, Wednesdays and Fridays show will be on everything when I've got a co-host here. Um, two dog litter mates coming from tra um, training, like you have separation anxiety from each other and owner train together or take two separate times. What you want to do with the anxiety from that is, is you want to do, um, put one in the crate, work one. If the one in the crate makes noise, quiet that down. Eventually you want to be putting one in place, work one. Also take one out of the room, make sure that they don't rely on each other for each other's comfort. As far as like when one's gone, the other one freaks out. I have no idea. I mean, I have no problem with them paddling around and running around and becoming like, you know, a pair, but make sure they can be away from each other. So I've got three dogs that literally are with each other 24-7, but if I take one away, the other two don't have a problem. If I take two away, the one doesn't have a problem. So you make you want to make sure that you, you know, you always um, practice, practice all that. Um, talk, um, let's see. Hunger strikes is not separation anxiety. Can you talk about how how to work on stop separation anxiety at different ages, eight to ten weeks, and then older? Yeah, listen to the, so Sandy. So listen to the whole show, and there'll be a bunch of everything. So you pr pretty much, you know, the biggest thing also then is what happens outside of the crates. Are you doing too much affection, too much freedom, too much not enough rules, not enough consequences for unwanted behavior? Are you putting structure in your dog's life? Is there a proper amount of exercise? But that's another thing. It's like tired the dog out. It didn't fix separation anxiety. Yes. Exercise your dog. Yes, feed your dog um, a, a good quality dog food. There's not too many good kibbles out there. I feed raw. You don't have to feed raw, but raw is fantastic. Um, uh, uh, also, hold your dog accountable and then cut down dramatically on affection. A lot of people like are giving their dogs way too much affection. And again, if you have no behavioral problems, who cares? But if you've got separation anxiety, you don't want to do that. Um, um, I don't recommend sleeping with your dog if it has separation anxiety. I, I recommend, you know, way more, you know, way more structure in your dog's life. Um, so what you're going to do is I've already answered a bunch of stuff for puppies and you'll just keep, keep listening to this, Sandy. Um, 
Gabby, the dog, your dog has this problem. Um, we have a foster who needs medical surgeries. He needed a, a long crate from breaking out of a regular one. Strong one probably barks for hours on end and can harm himself. I've tried making it delightful by eating in it. So stop trying to make it delightful, Jess. Um, so again, I've answered that question is a remote tower. You make it suck to bark. You make it suck to try to break out. It works. Surgery or no surgery, it works. This, this concept of another great example, make it fun by letting you meet in there. Okay. I feed my dogs in their crates. I'm not against feeding dogs in crates. I'm not against giving dogs, you know, puzzles in crates. I mean, I'm not against any of that stuff. That will not stop fix separation anxiety. It won't do it. I'm sure there's a dog that it's done to, but 99% of the dogs, that's not going to help. So correcting the unwanted behavior is how you stop separation anxiety. It's that plain and simple. You can literally stop it in one session, one day. I think, I mean, I did, I did post it up on our Instagram. I did, I did a council today on separation anxiety with a, with a 10, 10 or 12 week old puppy. Done. Done. Literally. Two hours later, got a message. Done. All set. Just follow my instructions. That's all you got to do. It works every time. Every time. And if it doesn't work, you did it wrong. So um, how do you correct, a, um, correct in a crate without a remote collar? You'd have to go to the crate. You'd have to go to the crate. But invest in a remote collar, but you have to go to the crate. So hit the top of the crate, side of the crate. You know? You have to make it un... You have to you know, say no to market. You want to use your marker word. You don't want to just think you're going to walk up to the dog and it's going to, um, uh, 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 you know, every time it sees you, it's going to be corrected. But invest in a remote collar, though. They make e-collars for five-pound dogs. I've yet to find an e-collar for that size of Yorkie. Not any good ones. But what you can do, what's a cool you can do with a with a small dog, another thing you can do with your remote collar is, I, don't, I mean, I'd say just put it on the dog, but you can actually put the remote collar in a metal uh, uh, food dish on top of the crates and on vibrate mode and hit vibrate and that sort of like startles the dog. That startles the dog. Um, so what is the e-collar setting for correcting in the crate? There's If anybody ever tells you the correct setting, like a number, they are lying to you. They're lying to you. They're, they're, the correct setting is the, is the setting that stops it, right? That's the correct setting. And somebody can't say that it's the wrong setting if you tell them it works. So if someone says, what? That's the wrong setting. It's like, it stopped it though. So how could that be the wrong setting? Or if somebody says to you, it's 18. How would you know it's 18? So the dogs, the two dogs that I showed in, in, in the crates, I've gone everywhere from two to 100 on the remote. Every number in between. I've done Nick, I've done continuous. Every number in between. I sit there and I look at the dogs and like I, I let the dogs tell me what number works. What number works? And you have to really understand the dog. The last thing you want to do is just be blasting the dog. No, I'm, I'm reading my dogs. I'm reading the dogs. And they're, they're giving me information that tells me what to do. So. Um, eight okay, sleeps at night okay. How about just leaving house and you hear screaming, whining? How do you correct? Remote collar, outside, start correcting it. Role play it, like leave the house when you actually don't have to leave the house and set up a video camera and role play it and role play and role play the heck out of it. All right. So anytime you're, anytime you're ever working, you know, and you're struggling with, 
with things, um, uh, you know, with the dog, it's you want to role play it over and over and over and over again. Another thing you can do is do crate drills, like go in the crate, come out of the crate, go in the crate. How many like we practice what? Sit down, place all these commands we practice all the time, and crate we don't practice. Think about that. Go into your crate, come out of your crate, go in your crate, come out of your crate, go in your crate, lie down, come out of the crate, go in the crate, lie down, come out of the crate. We don't practice that. Practice, 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 practice. My dog growls and barks at people when she's not doing so. Nope, that's, we're only doing, we're only, guys, we're only doing um, separation anxiety questions today. Okay? We limit affection and have a structure in the home and no free roaming and lots of duration place and crate work in a tiny home, but every move we make if the dog's on high alert, whining and shifting. Correct that. Okay. Okay, Jess says, people, please crate your, do your dog. It's horrible when you don't and this happens. Yeah, there's some, I mean, I've, having a dog that just rips out its teeth and destroys everything in your house is horrific. Um. So um, Melinda says, we tried the bonker, but he whines and barks at it. So you might not have bonked hard enough, okay? After corrections, and we've been fishing the e-cow with no success for months now. It, shouldn't, it should not take you that long. He still yelps and stirs moments later from low to high and vice versa. So it's possible that you're not doing it proper. And 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 like everything I've suggested works. But it's it's not always easy. Sometimes you have to pull the dog out and bonk the, do bonk the dog. Sometimes you have to bonk the crate. Remote cower, you've got to figure out, you got to be creative. Sometimes it's low, sometimes it's high, sometimes it's in between. And then also, what's the, what's the, again, I keep, we'll go, keep going back to what's the rest of the day look like? What's the rest of the day look like? It's a really important concept about a lot of people. What they do is they don't do enough um, um, exercises with the dog, not physical exercises, but training protocols that hold the dog accountable, you know, during the day. And that's really, really important that people do. And if you're not doing that, then it's like, it's gonna be, you know, can you be loosey-goosey outside the crate and your dog is perfect in the crate? Of course, absolutely. I mean, tons of people, I'm sure that are very, very successful, you know, that way. But I think a lot of it is, um, a lot of it is, uh, uh, really important that you are really, really structured outside as well. Okay. Okay. Um, when, when do you use the e-collar to redirect? You're not trying to redirect your dog. Okay. And at what level? So you're not, so I will educate yourself on the remote collar, which you can do from our free videos and you'll be watching all of our content. You're not redirecting. I don't believe in redirections. I believe in corrections, reward and corrections. That's what I believe in. Okay. Reward and punishment. Polar opposites. Both both are both learning. Okay. What level? The level that works. So what you're gonna to want to do is educate yourself on the mini educator from eCower Technology. And I've got free videos on there. It also comes with an owner's manual. You can also set up a one-on-one -on -one consult if you want to, but you don't need to spend any money. I've got all this information out there for free. All right. And I've got demos. I, I show what I actually show all of our work. We've got thousands of videos, 30,000 pieces of content out there for free. So what I want folks to do is learn how to do it. And the last thing I want anybody to do is slap a remote collar on their dog and just start pushing buttons. But you can figure it out. You can figure it out. 
So what level? The level that works. But it's going to be you've got to you're going to be figuring out. There's a there's a learning curve for 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 you and for the dog, because sometimes the dog's never had a remote collar on it. But you can put a remote collar on a separation anxiety dog, and that could be the first thing you use the remote collar for. He says, hi, Jeff. Hope you and your family are well. They are. Everyone's doing great. Um, Cricket says, um, um, hi, Jeff, for me and Zane. Hey, Zane, buddy. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing okay with your online learning and you're doing well and you're doing well in school and you're doing well in, you know, your projects. Um, dog has separation anxiety with my husband, not me, suggestions. Um, so, yeah. So, what you want to do is anybody can, anybody can stop it. So, if your your husband is going to have to work on it as well, so everything I've suggested, you you just you just do and just have to both be on the same, both be on the same page, both be on the same page. It's possible that your husband is giving more affection. I don't know. It's possible. It happens all the time. So it's possible that your husband's not enforcing the rules. Possible that you're the you're the one that has more structure and your husband doesn't. I don't know. You know, there's, there can be a lot of variables there. With couples, there's always a lot of variables. Um, um, can you bonk a deaf dog? Of course you can. The, the question is, can you teach a deaf dog? No. That's the question. A bonker is just a tool that teaches the word no. Can you use? Can you use? Can you do food training with a deaf dog? Sure. Right. That's a reward-based system. That's how we train all of our obedience can, commands with a reward. So can you bunk a deaf dog? Of course you can. Just give it a hand. Just give it no. We use this for no, no, and then bunk. Yep. Jeff, thanks. My wife and I have a lot of success with fixing separation anxiety due to your advice. Corrections do indeed work. Corrections, of course they would. Ryan, thank you so much. Of course corrections work. They always have. They always will. They always will. And all this, all this bullshit on this latest scientific stuff is false. It's all a lie. It's all low. It's, it's not science. It's pseudoscience. It's fake. It's fake science. It's not real. I don't give a shit who wrote it. I don't care who studied it. It doesn't work. You know, it's like it's not. It's and there is no great studies on punishment out there. There is none. No, there isn't. There isn't any. Dog whines for a minute and then settles in the crate and it's fine for the rest of the time. Correct her. Okay, since she settles quickly. Um, for whines for a minute. Oh, I probably would leave that alone. I probably leave that alone. Um, Let's uh, put out a thing about how to join a Zoom meeting by joining our Patreon channel. I encourage people to join the Patreon channel. The Patreon channel, it's not rushed. It's literally faced to, you can do, there's a Q&A section on there. We do a Q&A and I make a video response to your question, like a video, live video response where you watch the, the video of it. And then also we do Zoom rooms. So we have like, you know, people all in a Zoom together asking questions. It's a lot of fun. We do those on Tuesdays and Thursdays right now at 3 p.m. And uh, um, um, that's not a separation anxiety question. What's bonking? Miriam Wood, look it up on my YouTube channel. This is a bonker. It's a cotton towel. I've got videos on how to make it and how to use it. Um, I have a 12-week-old puppy that is extremely attached to me. When I leave him, he howls and cries. Can I use a remote collar on him? Is he too young? 12-week-old puppy. Um, a little bit too young. Dogs really attached to you. That's normal. But are you doing too much love and, love and affection? Not enough structure? Not enough rules? Not enough consequences? Are you putting that dog, 12-week-old dog, is that dog in the crate enough when you are home? 
Are you enforcing that? Or are you only putting the dog in the crate when you're not home? So you want to have a schedule for that dog. That dog should be in the crate. That dog sleeps 18 hours a day. Dog should be in a crate. Getting used to it. Getting used to it. So then you can start working on it at home. So if it's whining and crying in the crate when you're home, that's a great start. That's a great start. Whines and cries when you leave the room, great opportunity. Those are great, fantastic um, learning opportunities for your dog. Okay. Everyone use a crate? No, a lot of Cheryl, a lot of people don't use crates. A lot of people don't use crates. A lot of people are against crates. Think, you know, it's like a prison. It's like you folks have never been to prison then. It's nothing like a prison. All right. And the food is fucking better. I'll tell you that much in a crate. At least what I serve. Okay. So, and you don't got a roommate usually. All right. So the thing is, is that there are actually rescues who actually put in their contract that says the dog is not allowed to be crated. Um, you said use tone then bonk if I'm in a separate room using a nanny cam and correcting with the e-cow. Do I need an e-cow that has tone? The educated mini doesn't have a tone or just correct. It has a tone. You can actually set it for tone. So with Hazel, with Hazel, the black dog that, that, that came in, um, in the middle of the night, I tone her first and then I correct her. A tone and then correct. So you can set it to tone. There's, it's, 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 the vi it's the vibrate button, Rach. It's a vibrate button. Just read your man. You read your owner's manual on how to set it to tone. And if you hold it too long, it goes to stim. So all you're doing is just toning really quick. Just toning really quick. Um, Susie says separation anxiety when we leave. That's what separation anxiety is, right? It's when you leave. It's like a lot of people say, I, I just joke about it because a lot of people say, dog's fine when we're home. It's when we leave. It's like, yeah, I know. That's called separation anxiety. Um, howling, whining so loud, it seems as someone is hurting a res rescue seven-year-old cherry mix, even your dog. So again, rescue dogs are called dogs. What you can do is for, for you can get a bark collar too. So we haven't even talked about bark collars. So how do you stop your dog from barking when nobody, this is a great question to ask a trainer. How do I stop my dog from barking when nobody is home? My answer is a bark collar and not the citronella ones, not the air ones, not the water ones, but the stimulation shock ones. Yes. And if it's got variable levels and you set it on the level that works, how do you know that? You just, cause you practice, you knock on the door and you, you, if the dog keeps barking and barking and barking, it's too low. You bark on the door and the dog lets out a little bit of a yip and then stops. It's the right level. It's the right level. I'd love to know how you stop a dog from barking without a bark collar. It can be done, but spend the $80 on a bark collar, on a good bark collar and do that. And you won't get kicked out of your condo, your apartment, your neighbors won't complain. Um, Melissa put up a little blink on how to get a virtual one-on-one -on -one console with me and they work. I don't need to see the dog. I rarely ever see the dog because it's just information. What it's doing is I'm just giving information to you directly. And then I'm, I'm telling you how to apply the information and then we can always do follow-up ones. You could film yourself training the dog. I'll do that. I've actually trained dogs by, by video camera online. I can actually watch you and help you train your dog. But a lot of people are like, no, I need hands-on. Actually, no, you need the right information. Usually you need the right information because there's so many, so many, so much misinformation out there. If I tell you to stop doing a bunch of things and start doing a bunch of other things, it'll be like dramatic results. Um, 
We've got a two-year-old uh, Pressa who will pee, poop, or bark nonstop whenever we put him in the crate. We literally can't leave him alone in the crate for more than 15 minutes without him having an accident. We tried bonking a while back, and he got more excited, aggressive. It didn't work that well. Okay, so that was a while back. Okay, so number one, you can't leave for 15 minutes. That's a that's your like your obviously your world is really small. So that's ridiculous. So number one, I doubt it's a health issue. I doubt it's a health issue because it's probably just anxiety. So again. What you can do is make sure the crate is small enough. The dog can't have a lot of room in it. It should be lying down. Also, what we do is, you know how crates have crate dividers that, that shrink them? You can also rig something up that makes the crate crate a little bit smaller height-wise. This is not forever, everybody, okay? But the dog pretty much has to lie in the crate. It's hard to poop in the crate. As far as barking, get yourself a bark collar. And then also, how much structure is in the dog's life? See, this, this is what folks are not doing. What they're not doing is they're not putting structure in their dog's life, and then they put them in a crate. They're not doing duration work, duration downs, duration place, and then they're putting them in a crate. They're trying to over their tire, their, over tire their dogs out. So I'm a huge advocate of exercise. But that's all you're going to do now is have a tired dog that still has a behavioral issue. You want to fix the behavioral issue. Okay. Um, this is the first real estate expert I've ever heard. I don't know if I'm an expert. I just know what I'm talking about. Just I just know what I'm we, we We work, I work with a lot of separation anxiety dogs. Put it this way. We stop separation anxiety. We stop it. Because number one, we have four people that live here. We cannot have whining, barking dogs ever, ever. You are to shut up. Go in your crate and be quiet. It's the way it is. So we will do whatever it takes. We will do whatever it takes, and we get really creative. We've had to be really, really creative. Um, Karen says, joined Patreon $5 per month at the moment, and I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll increase tier level when I earn more money. You're welcome. You're welcome. Glow says, get some rest. I Yes, you're telling me get some rest. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I, I got to do this podcast for you, right? I can do this podcast. After this, I got to do last call, and then I got a bunch of social media to do, and then uh, I got to up. Oh, so here we go. Here we go, guys. Ready? Here. Let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can do this live in front of everybody. Live in front of everybody. Okay. See the dog how it's sitting up? Can you see the dog how it's sitting up? I'm gonna tone it, stim it. Okay. See how it moved? Okay. And now nothing's going on. I'm not doing anything with the button. Nothing at all. One quick stim. See that? I toned it because I wanted to let it know that that was no. And then I gave it a stim. Level 16 right there. Now, that doesn't mean you guys don't have to do level 16 with your dogs, but I know what level this dog needs right now. See that? That dog is mm, 75 feet away from me. And I get, and I kept doing, and I, I got to keep doing my podcast. I got to keep doing my podcast. That's what I did. That's how you stop it. That's it. Well, oh, he wasn't barking. He was just standing up. No, that's how it starts. You get to know these dogs. That's how it starts. It's like, why do you need to be standing up in your crate? You should be lying down in your crate. It's nap time right now. So if between now and the end of this podcast, you should be lying down because then you'll do last call, which involves me taking you out, outside, and then you sleep for the night. That's how you stop it. Right there. You just, I just showed it to you literally live, unedited. How we stop. One of the ways how we stop it. One of the ways how we stop it. All right. 
Um, let's see. Dog chews things up. Dogs will destroy a household. It's a destroy a household. It's so incredible. So I'm not going to get to a lot of your questions on this at all. We can probably talk about this for all night long. Plus, I don't have a co-host tonight, which is which is which is um, uh, 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 making it go a little bit slower. But even then, a lot of people are struggling. But hopefully, a lot of the questions that I'm missing, this all applies. Literally, I'm giving you the answers already. I've literally given you almost every answer already on how to stop this stuff. So hopefully, just because your specific question wasn't answered, hopefully you're listening to this and this replay will be available in two days. So watch this replay. I also have videos on how to stop separation anxiety already on YouTube. All right. So um, uh, they, and they, and they, and they, they work. Everything that we know on how to stop separation anxiety, I talk about. How many dog trainers would admit that they go up to a crate, put a slip lead over the dog's head, pull it out, bonk it, put it back in? Not too many. Not too many would. But this is a dog that's barking its head off. This is a dog that's whining its head off. This is a dog that is destroying the crate and ripping out its teeth. This is a dog that's trying to break out of crates. Like we have to, please, please, please remember, dogs are turned into shelters and killed for separation anxiety. They're killed for separation anxiety. Now, some people might say, try CBD oil, put the dog on drugs. I'm not against that at all. We get dogs off of drugs. How about if training works instead? How about if training works instead? Um, let's see, where are we here? How do you correct in the crate with a knee cower? I'd actually just showed it to you, Chantel. You, well, what you, great timing, I just showed it to you, all right? Um, da -da 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 -da. Dog chew things up once in a blue moon when I'm gone. Feel like crate training isn't worth it because I work 12 hour shifts and that's too long to be locked up. So, well, first of all, the dog's not locked up, right? Now you're being emotional, right? That was a trigger word, right? It's in the crate. But your dog, how about this? Where is your dog, Emma? I'm not trying to be combative either, Emma, but where is your dog? It's in the house, locked up in the house, right? You lock your doors. So your dog's locked up in the, in the house. So, you know, that's, again, personal choice. Personal choice. You don't have to put your dog in a crate. You don't have to at all. This is goes out. The, my This conversation goes out to the people that are really, really struggling. It sounds like you're not struggling that bad. So you're fine. You're fine. Except for the one time it does chew something up, it dies. That could happen. That could happen. But you'd also have somebody working a 12-hour shift. You have somebody come in halfway between and let it out, take it for a walk. Okay. I'll be going back to work shortly, and my dog has never been alone for eight hours. She is fine with a crate, but gets even more nervous and pees all over. How do I get her to be not so nervous? I do not have anyone that can come in while I'm gone. So, Cheryl, what you want to do is a lot of people feed into the nervousness. They What they do is they actually make their dog nervous by reinforcing the nervousness. So, so. You want to do confidence building skills as well. Confidence building skills we talk about in every single podcast. Go over, under, through. Hold your dog to a high end of obedience. Um, cut down on affection. Um, be more demanding of your dog. Role play crate drills. Um, and make sure your dog's in the right size crate. When I say right size crate, it's enough room for your dog just to move around in possibly and lie down. They do not need this humongous area. So they can pee in one area and not pee in another area. 
Um, and so what you also want to do is that you'll be going back to work. We talked about having training your dog post COVID now. Don't wait till you go back to work. Don't wait till you go back to work. All right. Um, on another site, someone said, go to a high level on the e-cower to correct whining, barking in a crate. Is that good, um, good information? Well, do you ever correct do you ever correct high on a remote collar? Yes, but you don't have to. You you correct the correct number, which might not always be high. It might not always be high. So that dog was corrected at a 16. The dog next to it gets corrected at a four. It's a sensitive dog. So that dog gets corrected at a four. Now, if I had to correct high on that dog, the, the, the shepherd next to it, that might be, you know, a 24 but not in a hundred. So, you know, the, to say just like, just correct high for that, not, it's not necessarily. We have, there are, there, there is some things that you do correct high on all the time, like counter surfing, getting in the trash, getting in the litter box, digging holes, things like that. But for whining and barking in the crate, there's more of an art to it, a little bit more of an art to it, okay? Um, hi from New Jersey, no questions about separation anxiety, never had it here, fortunately. Um, awesome. Awesome. Good for you, Jamie. Um, how do you correct the crate with the knee I already answered that one. My dog tore apart the bottoms of two friends' doors when I left him alone in their houses. He's eight years old. Exactly. That's why you should be crate training your dog. Awesome. Um, should I correct um, any very low whines while in the crate? It's hard to catch them sometimes. Thank you so much. If you have the opportunity to catch them, yes. Yes, you should. You have an Annie cam. Awesome. Chantel. So, so Chantel, I showed you how to do it. I showed the video of me correcting a dog live. You saw me do it. So that's how you do it too. Um, what level should you correct? The right level. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what level. And anybody that tells you what level to correct that is is it goes up and down. It goes up and down. It all depends on the environmentals. What you do is pay attention to the dog, start out low. And then once you figure out what levels the dogs are at, the dog is at, then then you'll then you'll know, then you'll know. Okay. So Jessica says, I believe she stays quiet the entire time we are gone, four to six hours. She never cries when we leave. After that, one bonk and a firm no. Hopefully, you said no first and then bonk, but it worked. But whenever you bonk, you always say no first. Um, Mental Weimariner anxiety slowly builds in the crate from small wines to insanity. Talk me through eCower for that. Does it work well on eCower for obedience? Um, I already so everything I've been describing in this podcast, Melanie. And if you just joined now, which I don't think you did, you asked at seven nineteen. Um, that's how far back I am on the, the questions. You could you, you're going to be able to um, uh, um, you could be able to fix. Every, any question that I am, if like if I logged off right now, which I'm not going to, I'm gonna stand for 15 more minutes. But if I if I just logged off now, everybody would have all the answers. Everybody would have all the answers, okay? Which baby monitor you recommend? I don't. I'm not an expert on baby monitors. This is an Axe View, A X View, Axe View baby monitor. It just happens. We just happen to have it. It probably was like suggested or on sale, or something like that. We have two of them. You can get you can get you can use a Nest Cam on your cell phone. You can get that. You can get that too. It's probably even possibly even better. Um, I feel like Arnie has separation anxiety when we are on a walk. Sounds simple, but whenever we are walking with my boyfriend or family members that doesn't want them out of his sight, um, so that's you can correct that. But that's a different type of thing. It's a different type of thing. 
Um, when our kids go outside, the dog, our dog barks, runs around in circles, and does that separation anxiety? Um, it's a, it's, it's a frustration. It's frustration. So correct that, bonk that. No, bonk. Put the dog in the crate. Not and, and remember, I don't use crates as punishment. It's not bad dog go in the crate. It's I don't trust you inside the house. Go in the crate, or it's bedtime. Go in the crate. It's never bad dog go in the crate. And for puppies, it's like go in the crate because I want you to get used to going in the crate because if not, I'm gonna have a hard time, you know, later putting you in the crate. Um, and I work at a vet clinic. I'm a trainer at the clinic, certified through Learburg. I have clients that will have separation anxiety dog cases. Oftentimes, my veterinarians will prescribe medications for these dogs, typically sedatives. How do you feel about medicating separation anxiety cases? Um, so, Hannah, the problem is is that, that if that's – I don't – okay, I already talked about meds. I'm not anti-meds, but I would say that we get off 99 – put it this way, in, in 2019 and up until today, and I've seen – so we're talking about – I don't know, 300 dogs, right? That, I, that we've had here, you know, just total, all my seminars, thousands of dogs in, in, in this time. Three dogs I recommended meds, three. And every, and we've probably dealt with hundreds and hundreds of cases of separation anxiety in that time frame. Three, most dogs are off meds and they don't have to go back on. We've had dogs that were on 200 milligrams of trazodone, 50 pound dogs off meds. So the, the, the thing is a vet is not a trainer. So the vet's not a trainer. So that's their go-to. The go-to the go is to just medicate the dog. And it is, it's the sedative. Boom, out go the lights. Of course, dogs can go to sleep. Is that what you wanna do with your dog? Put it on sedatives? Well, that's, you know, personal family choice. So um, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather rehab the dog personally. If you rehab the dog, like and all this stuff you can do for free, it's all on my, it's all on the website. Okay, biting that's not for the show. How long in the crate is okay? I mean, eight hours is normal, right? Most people sleep eight hours. I don't, but most people, if you go to bed at ten, you get up at six. That's eight hours right there. Um, Instagram page is the link for there. Thank you. Reactivity Wednesdays and Friday, Friday. Usually Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is a Q and A. This is only on separation anxiety. Can you explain why don't you recommend a dog sleeping with the owner if the dog has separation anxiety, Sarah? Um, because then when you leave the dog, it's possible. No, no, the dog already has separation anxiety because it'll make it worse. If 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 your dog doesn't have separation anxiety, leash reactivity, aggression. Sleep with it. I don't care. Actually, you can sleep with your dog anytime you want to, but then don't be surprised if you have problems. The goal is to get your dog away from you. Because people will say, well, when the dog sleeps with me, it's fine. I know it is. What happens when you go to work? Oh my God, my dog barks and tries to shred, shred the house. I know. Stop sleeping with it. So what you're doing is you're reinforcing not being away. You're reinforcing not being away from the dog. And trust me, I, I'm not against sleeping with dogs, but what's the problem? What's the behavior? So if you have like those things that I listed, sleeping with a dog usually makes it worse. How do I know? This is what I do for a living. And we work with very hard cases. We work with hard cases and we fix them. We're very, very successful at what we do. Okay. Um, how did you have thunderstorms? Should I work with dog through fear? That's not this. Um, 
Hi, Jeff. Any general tips for what not to do when it comes to managing separation anxiety? I mean, Megan, I mean, that's a good question. I said, well, don't do things that don't don't do things that don't work, right? I know that's a smart ass response, isn't it? So I think that um what you don't want to do is let the dog out of the crate for whining and barking. That's probably a big one right there. Cause that stops it. What a lot of families are doing is they couldn't stop the whining and barking. So they let the dog out of the crate and they let it sleep with them and the dog slept through the night. I get it guys. I get it. And that does, that stops it, but no, it doesn't stop it. That's a bandaid that didn't stop the separation anxiety. Literally who's training who in that situation. That dog then was able to go, see, I got what I want. Dog's got nothing better to do but whine and cry. Kids got nothing better to do sometimes than whine and cry too. I want to go to a movie. 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 I want soda. I want soda. I want soda. I want soda. I want candy. I want candy. I want candy. It never, it never stops until the parent goes, shut the fuck up. Here's your candy, kid. Kid's like, got what I want. But if, but if, but if the parent had some balls and said no, which doesn't make you mean, you're not trying to be your kid's friend, you're trying to be your kid's parent, right? It's your job, set them up for life, all right? No, you're not getting that. Live with it, get over it. Sorry, you gotta be in the house for two months, okay? And Frank had to be in the attic for two years. It's like, hello? Like, and, and, someone, was trying to, and someone was trying to kill her. Um, lady, we're not going to answer. Um, making it suck. Um, usually those are the higher levels. Usually they're the higher levels, but some dogs, a higher level isn't necessarily like 80 through hundred. Some dogs, it could be 20. Some dogs in drive a hundred is not a higher level. Morgan, I had a dog previously was fine in the crate, but would start barking like crazy about 45 minutes later. I didn't believe my neighbors who complained constantly until I walked outside my apartment for the 45 minutes. My ex took the dog when he moved. Um, I'm getting a new dog and hoping to not have these issues. Is there anything I can do to prevent this? Yeah. As soon as you get that dog, get it in a, get it in a good root, structured routine. But when most people get dogs, Morgan, what they do is what? What do you think most people, the first thing that people do when they get dogs, what do they do? Love and affection. And I'm not against love and affection. Excuse me, not against it at all. I, but my gig is stopping unwanted behaviors. That's my gig, right? So what do you do? Structure. Dog comes to your, what do you think we do when dogs get dropped off here? Dog gets dropped off here. What do you think the first thing we do is? Crate drills, threshold drills. Stop nonsense in the crate. Dog tries to bite us, we stop that. That's what we do. First thing we do, start respecting, start having good manners, respecting thresholds, respecting space. This is all before obedience. Obedience is easy. Okay. So lots of structure. Pack leader dog training, correcting a dog with mini educate barking. I correct. He cries out, freaks out, barks again, then stops. So I set him up again. Yep. It could be a never, it could for a little bit, it could be a never-ending cycle, pack leader. Be a never-ending cycle. I currently work from home, but might be going back to work soon. My 18-week-old pup has only been in the crate one to one half hours at a time. Okay, what you want to start doing at 18 weeks old, dog should be in a crate longer than that because it sleeps longer than that. So don't, don't do, I talk about this all the time, whether it's post-COVID or you work from home and then you're going out to, out, out to work, your dog should be learning how to go in the crate for longer. 
dog should be in the crate for overnight, right? I don't let him out until he stops barking. So you're, you're ignoring the barking. Correct the barking. That's another falsehood that people say. Ignore it. It'll stop. When? Right? Isn't one minute too long for barking? Isn't 30 seconds too long for barking? For me, isn't 10 seconds too long for barking? It's annoying. No, I want it to stop now. All right? Should I keep him in the crate longer even if he barks or whines? No, you should stop it. So listen, I don't know if you just, oh, Candace, you've been here for a while. It's 721. You asked your question. So no, you should be you should be correcting your dog. So what e-cow do you recommend? We love e-cow technology. Zap him with the remote car when he starts to escalate. You're not zapping the dog. It's not electricity. What you're doing is you're correcting the dog. You're correcting the dog. So what you're doing is you're giving the dog information because the opposite of a punisher is a reward. So you're giving the dog a correction. Giving the dog a correction. It's really, really important. So again, a lot of people, will, you're going to hear people who will make it sound really smart. They're going to send you all these studies. They have all these studies they have. All right. Pages and pages of studies how correcting a dog in a crate makes it worse. So many studies by all these really smart people, all really well written with all kinds of statistics and graphs and cortisone levels and all kinds of stuff. But for some, why correcting a dog in a crate or using a remote collar is bad. But for some weird reason, for some weird reason, we don't see that. And we're in the trenches working with these dogs and they're not training dogs. I just find it. I just find it interesting that the people that are supposed to be supposedly the the ones that are making all these recommendations, but they don't work dogs. And for those of us that are working dogs for a living, we're like, you know, dogs doing fine. These dogs are doing fine. The ones that we're fixing. So. Gabrielle, how do you correct breathing, uh, breathy whining in the crate? I've done constant low level and it didn't stop. I've tried gradually going up and it made it worse. I've tried just high correction and it made it worse. Is that a normal whine, just a low breathy whine? Should I do a bark collar? I don't know if a bark collar will pick that up. I don't know if a bark, plus it's going to feel the same. I don't know if a bark collar, you're better off manually doing it. Try a bonker. No bonk. Try a bonker. Ali says, I love you a million times. Well, thank you. I love you back a million times. My Dutch crates uh, well, but barks and cries loudly when I plan to leave the house until I'm gone. How can I correct this? Miriam, so I've already, you asked the question and I'm sure you, now you've heard the answer, you know, a million times, right? So so you use a remote car, use a bonker, pretty much just shut the hell up. Have the attitude of shut the hell up, but never be upset. That's another thing. It's like, never be upset. You're not upset. You're not mad. You're just like, cut the nonsense like all this stuff sounds harsh i realize that looking from the outside in especially if this is new information for people all this stuff sounds both harsh and the opposite of everything you've heard so it comes across as like oh my gosh this sounds horrific guys we're not talking about forever okay there are people out there that have been putting up with crate separation anxiety for three four five years like we get those dogs in here but we're eliminating it in a night. 99% of the dogs in one night, the nonsense stops. Usually after one correction, it stops. Some take a little bit longer. 
I've got one, we've got one right here that's taking a little bit longer, but it's still the difference between. So it, this dog got dropped off on today is this dog got dropped off last week. It's been I think here for four nights. Maybe tonight is night five. It's like sleeps through the night now. It sleeps through the night. It was standing up this morning. I heard it stirring, and I wanted to catch that. But this howling that it does and making noise, it stopped. It stopped. So. Uh, BB says, appreciate you, Jeff. You helped a lot with my dog. He was in a crate for a year, for 22 hours a day in a month. He's not perfect, but he's much better. My dogs aren't perfect. I don't know of any perfect dogs. I've yet to meet a perfect dog. Don't worry about perfection. Just make today better than yesterday, and then tomorrow better than today. And even if you backslide, don't worry about it because it's long game. All right? Um, how can I help my dog that is grieving and having separation anxiety during a divorce? She um, she went to doggy daycare after spending a few hours with my ex and displayed barrier aggression and some aggression towards dogs that walked by her crate. She's never done that. Is there a way that my ex and I could co-parent, or should she stay with her doggy sister in the in the house that she is familiar with she's very protective of her doggy sister okay so i think co-parenting is really hard to do what i would do with the dog casey sorry that you're going through a divorce pick a house pick a house i'm not saying it can't work i'm saying it's really hard to almost to be like, why? Why? Pick a house. Dog lives with one of you. Okay. Net, our dog has overcome um, most of her separation anxiety. We'll, um, we want to travel with her and spend a night or two in a motel. We are concerned she will exhibit separation anxiety if we leave the room. How can we prepare for this trip? That's leaving the room for a few minutes. A few minutes, she should be able to leave the room for go out to dinner. You should, be able to, you should be able to go for a dinner and a show. Get your dog used to a bark collar. My pup was doing awesome well. She's hit up a phase where she's left alone. Even if I just go outside for an hour, she starts chewing on the walls again and anything she can get. So she's not in a crate, right? Sounds like she's not in a crate. If she, if she has access to walls, that means she's not in a crate. So crate, train your dog. She's seven months. Crate, put your dog in a crate. Crate, train your dog. This says she's crated at night again now and while we are at work, but don't want to have her crate her if I'm just in the garage working out. No, put her in a downstay or put her in place while you're working out in the garage. Put her in place or put her in a downstay. Have her go out there with you. Put her on the treadmill. Get a treadmill and treadmill trainer. She can walk on the treadmill. I think there's a cute little video I've got today. I got sent to me from one of the staff. Put her on the treadmill. No, dogs love treadmills. Even at the beginning, even at the beginning, they don't like if they like they don't look at that. Look at that face. Look at that. Cute. Dogs love on the treadmill. They'll go up on tomorrow's social media. 
All right, guys. I'm I, I sorry I couldn't get to all the questions. I knew I wasn't going to be able to. This is a really hot topic. But remember, everything I mentioned, every if I didn't answer your question, which a lot of you I did not answer your questions, every single thing I only can do an hour show. I've got to rotate dogs right now. Every single thing um I mentioned up until right now, 803 can stop your dog. So if I didn't answer your specific question, it doesn't matter. The information is still the same. I repeated the same information over and over and over again. I'll keep repeating it. If I did this show next week on separation anxiety, which I'm not going to do, it would be the same information. I don't change my story. I don't change my story. All right. I'm madly in love with all of you guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all so much. Um, and all of you take care. Bye-bye.